Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, November 19th. S&P futures and NASDAQ futures are both off about 55 basis points. That works out to about 20 points for the S&P futures and about 67 for the NASDAQ futures. Europe's major indices are off about a percent, and you are seeing underperformance in cyclical groups in Europe, so basic resources, banks, and energy in particular. Keep in mind, Europe is still up about 50 basis points for the week, and Europe is up about 15% for the month. Asia was mixed overnight. Um, you know, so you're seeing obviously this tug of war in the market between a very bleak near-term backdrop for COVID, where you continue to have exploding cases, exploding hospitalizations, and an increased number of mitigation actions. And then you have an increasingly optimistic medium and long-term outlook given the extraordinary vaccine uh, data that was published by Pfizer and then Moderna. Um, so this tug of war has been playing out now for the last several weeks. Um, it has been biasing the latter part of that equation. So investors are very much focused on the medium and longer term um, optimism that's building around vaccines. But on occasion, you you do get setbacks um, as the near term news flow kind of dominates the narrative. And I think that's what you've really seen in the last 24 hours. So um, obviously, the New York uh, the New York headlines yesterday about closing in person learning. And then also the MTA published a very bleak budget talking about how they would be forced to implement dramatic cutbacks in service and staffing if they do not receive federal aid. Both of those headlines, weight on sentiment, weight on the market, caused the pendulum to shift back towards, again, that near term as far as focusing on what's happening right now with COVID. Um, and that created a risk-off move in the U.S. yesterday, and that's translating into risk-off price action in Europe this morning. Um, I'm not reading too much into it just yet. You know the markets had have had a very strong run going back to the election. So you know you've had three big events so far in the month of November. You had the election on the third. You had Pfizer on the ninth. You had Moderna on the sixteenth. Um, all of those have helped catalyze and provide enormous amounts of clarity to the market. Um, and you saw you know obviously prices increase during that period. So you know this is a very minor and temporary setback for the time being. We'll have to see how things play out. Um, but you know but for now again I'm not reading too much into it. That by far is the biggest piece of news. Just again, that shift to the near term from the medium and longer term focus as far as COVID is concerned. Um, not much else to really talk about as far as macro news is concerned for this morning. You are seeing an evolution on the stimulus front. So on, on fiscal stimulus, you've seen setbacks both in Europe and the US. So Europe is attempting to reach a compromise on this fiscal stimulus fund that they agreed to months ago. Um, they've been working out some of the formalities and the specifics of it. Um, it's being held up right now by a disagreement with Hungary and Poland. It's not going to be fatal. It's still very likely to pass. Um, but you you know that certainly does not help uh, sentiment at this moment when you've seen you know the um, you know COVID dramatically increasing throughout Europe. Um, and then the U.S. you know it continues to look like Congress is not going to act at least until after um, the Georgia runoffs right of the way on January 5th. And then really it's not going to be until after Biden gets inaugurated on January 20th, um, that a compromise is possible. Um, it just seems very, very difficult right now to see, um, some type of an agreement get, get reached within the lame duck. Um, so fiscal stimulus, certainly, um, encountering some headwinds, monetary stimulus. So you're seeing anticipation rise. So the ECB has been extraordinarily explicit that they're going to act dramatically on December 10th. Lagarde was on the tape again this morning. She was testifying before the EU parliament. She said that they will act forcefully on December 10th. That has been something she's been saying now for several weeks. Um, and then the Fed, which comes on the 16th, December 16th, 
is also you're seeing uh, expectations start to rise for that. So monetary policy is definitely going to be a force in the month of December. Um, and that, again, is the evolution in terms of stimulus where fiscal is taking a backseat to monetary. Um, on, on U.S. politics, there's really nothing to, to, to talk about. You know, a lot of these lawsuits in terms of trying to uh, reverse certain decisions in various different states um, are, are being thrown out of, laughed out of court. Um, and, you know, and again, it's very, very likely Biden is going to be sworn on the 20th. And I think markets are not paying any attention to, um, you know, the various different machinations occurring in different states. Um, you know, the real focus is on Biden's staffing decisions, his agenda in the first hundred days of, of his administration, the outcome of the Georgia runoffs, um, and then, you know, whatever policy actions Trump may try to push through in the final two months of his term. Um, you know, a lot of those policies are going to be executive orders that are going to be easy to overturn once Biden takes office. Um, and some of the staffing changes as well are going to be easy to overturn. But, you know, they can certainly still cause, um, you know, some disruption in the market, depending on how severe they wind up being. On the earnings front, you had a couple of names out last night in the U.S. NVIDIA is probably the big area of focus. Obviously, NVIDIA is a marquee name within the growth momentum complex of companies. That entire group has been encountering some headwinds as the market makes this transition to cyclical value names out of momentum growth. Uh, the NVIDIA fundamentals remain spectacular. All of growth momentum fundamentals remain spectacular. That's not the problem. The big issue is whether or not um, they just front-loaded huge multiple expansion in the spring and summer, and they're going to have to spend several months or quarters digesting and growing into those multiples. That's the big risk on growth momentum. Um, so the NVIDIA numbers were fine. The guidance was fine. On the conference call, they did make a comment about um, their data center business. I have all the specifics in the piece this morning. Um, you know, Needless to say, again, it if you kind of read specifically on what they said, they really were not expressing a lot of concern about the data center. Most of the issue has to do with Huawei, where Huawei accelerated certain orders into the October end quarter, which is going to hurt their January end quarter. That relates specifically to their Mellanox business, not the core NVIDIA uh, data center business. So again, you know, long story short, um, you know, that data center remark is weighing a little bit on NVIDIA shares, but there's really not much to worry about fundamentally. Um, but just again, as far as um, you know, the the growth momentum transition, I do think that is very much still in place. Where you are seeing the market transition away from growth momentum into cyclical value, it's not going to be a linear process. You will be you will see setbacks, um, as we've seen now, you know, yesterday and then this morning so far. Um, but again, I think the vaccines will continue pr to provide air cover for markets um, to kind of look through the current fog of COVID towards. Um, you know, the, the March, April timeframe where a lot of these vaccines are going to start to get um, widely disseminated. There is, um, you know, just related to growth momentum, there was an article in the Washington Post at 5 a.m. that I just sent around uh, comments on talking about how Facebook will be the next company, the next tech giant in the U.S. to be hit with kind of a um, wide ranging legal salvo, quote unquote, talking about how state AGs along with the FTC are preparing antitrust lawsuits. You know, in isolation, I don't think markets are really all that concerned with this topic. You know, Google was recently hit with an antitrust lawsuit and markets shrugged at it. Um, but again, I think at this point in time, given that you are seeing this shift underway away from growth momentum, I think these types of headlines um, are going to resonate more with investors. If this had hit back in the spring and summer when tech was in the midst of that spectacular, um, you know, bubble rally, I think it would have been completely ignored. But I think at this point in time, like I said, I think it's going to get a little bit more attention. Um, 
in terms of the calendar for today, you have a few economic numbers and then earnings. So you have Macy's is the big one this morning. And then after the close, you have a couple of software names, including Intuit, McAfee, and Workday, um, along with a few others. Um, those are the really the only scheduled events on the calendar for this morning. And that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.